Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to today's show. Let's see. It's great to see you guys here. If you're joining us live here on Facebook, just go ahead and type it in the comments. Just throw us a quick comment. Let us know that you're here so we can give you a quick shout out and say hi. So guys, today we are going to be talking about the five things. I mean, we've actually learned a lot more than five things, but we're going to be talking about five things that we have learned spending over $1.3 million on Facebook this year. So it's a really big topic. We've learned a ton of stuff. We're just going to distill it down to like the top five. But if you guys are not investing in advertising on Facebook, we've got a lot of stuff to cover with you, a lot of great stuff to teach you today. So today I'm joined by the amazing, the brilliant Adrian Richardson, who is our director of marketing and lead gen here at Clients on Demand. So she is responsible for spending every freaking penny of that 1.3. Actually, it's almost 1.4, right? 1.4 million Mm -hmm. dollars. Yeah. So she's got, she's got, (laughs) yeah. So she's got our credit card and she's just like running some ads and and, and spending some cash. Let's see. Let's see who's joining us today. It looks like Laura's here. Tina's here. Colin's here. Lisa says hello. Joe Stone is here. Susan's here. Jennifer's here. We got a great crew here. All right, you guys. Fantastic. So um, let's just, just in case, you know, you, you haven't been following us for very long. Let me just lay out who we are and why you should listen to us on this particular topic. Because, you know, you see a lot of people advertising on Facebook. A lot of people talk about, well, I'm responsible for managing X amount in ad spend or, you know, I'm earning this much uh, every month. I'm doing a million a month. I'm doing 500,000 a month, whatever it is. And so it, it can kind of be difficult to, to, to know who you should listen to and who you shouldn't because those numbers can be really deceptive. If you're talking about not like intentionally deceptive, I'm not saying that, you know, people that, that, that talk about that stuff are doing anything wrong. But what I'm saying is if you don't know what those numbers mean, it can be a little bit confusing. So if someone is talking about how much they're earning every month, the big question you want to ask is how much are they spending on advertising to make that much back, right? Because let's just say you're, you're, you've got a really great earnings number. Let's say you're earning like, you know, $100,000 a month. If you're spending $95,000 a month on advertising to make that $100,000 a month, it's not that impressive, is it? Mm, and then you've got a many. lot of Facebook people, um, you know, especially Facebook people who run Facebook ads, that kind of thing. They say, well, I'm responsible for, you know, over $500,000 a month in ad spend, or I'm responsible for $100,000 a month in ad spend or whatever it is. That really doesn't, how much you're spending on ads doesn't really matter. What matters is how much are you making back? So the reason that you guys should listen to us on this topic is that we have consistently earned back 10 to $15 for every dollar we've spent on Facebook for the last like four years. And we've managed to do that very, very, very consistently. So yeah, we've spent 1.3 million on Facebook so far this year, but we're probably going to come in, finish out the year. It's somewhere around 15, 16 million in revenue. So that's a really fantastic return on investment. And and really, guys, that's the metric that really counts. So I'm not saying this to, to, to brag, but what I'm saying is what when you when you're assessing whether you should listen to somebody about Facebook, the question is how much are they spending and how much are they making back? 
And I think you guys are going to really be hard pressed to find anybody in this space that's spending as little as we are on Facebook and making such a great return on investment. Definitely. Yeah. It's <laughs> going to be a great show because like you said, a lot of people share half of their numbers. They'll, a lot of people talk about how much money they're making, but they don't talk about what it takes to make that much money. Um, and we see so many different people talking about what your return on investment should be. So I think this is going to be fun for us to kind of break down the numbers and share that with everybody. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to, so we'll do a deep dive into like exactly what those numbers look like. Um, so, so the first thing we want to talk about, the first big lesson we want to share with you guys is that Facebook policies change, but good marketing doesn't. It seems like every week there's somebody who's talking about how the sky is falling when it comes to Facebook policies or, oh, the big Facebook crackdown is coming or Facebook's going to get rid of all the little advertisers. And we just saw some people this week talking about how, oh, Facebook is going to limit everybody's account spend to like a few hundred dollars or something like that. So, so we see this kind of thing all the time where everyone seems to be you know, talking about some upcoming you know, big gloom and doom scenario with Facebook. And, and we're just not seeing any of that ha actually happen, are we? No. And I think that what a lot of people do is they hear that Facebook is making all kinds of changes that's going to hurt the advertiser. And what everybody has to remember is that Facebook has to do this, this balancing act, right? Of it's a combination of giving the users a really amazing experience that they'll come back time and time and time again, because that's what makes Facebook so valuable is its users. But the way they make their money is from the paying advertisers. And so anytime you hear some like crazy outlandish thing that you think Facebook is going to be doing to hurt advertisers, I would definitely do more research before you believe any of that, because without advertisers, Facebook is not the valuable company that it is. And so they're always in the balancing act of making their users happy, but also doing what's right in terms of generating revenue for the company. And so then what that means for you is that where you should take refuge or where you should sort of be confident is that even though Facebook marketing policies might change all the time, what constitutes good, persuasive, powerful marketing doesn't really change. And, and the reason for that is that it's built on human nature. If you really understand what people want, what your audience wants, and what your audience really responds to, then you're going to understand what you need to do, the messaging that you need to put in front of them to get them to take action and to believe in you. And, uh, you know, that's something that you can accomplish very, very rapidly if you understand the proper principles. So it's this it's this balancing act that you, that you have to follow where you want to make sure that the advertising and the marketing you're putting out is compliant with Facebook's policies, whatever they might be at that mm -hmm. at any given time. And they do change. But if you understand psychology and you understand human nature, you shouldn't be constrained by Facebook's policies at all, where you feel like like those policies are limiting you and interfering with your ability to do good marketing. Because the honest truth is that you can always find a way to be 100% Facebook compliant and still have really powerful marketing that people are going to respond to. Yeah. And most of the changes, I mean, I have to tell you, Facebook is going to continue to make changes. Every business, every social media platform, I mean every business, honestly, as it grows, changes and adapts, right? Because you just don't know what you don't know when you first start out. And so Facebook expect that over the years, there's going to change policies. And those policies are typically put in place to protect people from bad marketers. Uh, <laughs> and so if, like Russ said, if you're doing a good job with your marketing and you're actually putting out some, you have something to offer that's a value to people, those aren't the people that Facebook is worried about. 
No. You know, it's the ones that are doing really slimy, tr tricky things to try to trick people and manipulate them. And when you know, like Russ said, good, you know about human psychology and behavior and you know good marketing and you have something of value that is really real and useful to people, you really don't have to worry about those policy changes. Yeah, no, you just, you, you don't. So, so the question is, what's the foundation that you're operating on? Do you have a really solid understanding of human behavior and great marketing? If you do, you'll always be able to find a way to make it work. But if you yeah. don't, and you're kind of just copying whatever the latest hack or trick or strategy is, when that thing stops working, you're going to find yourself stranded because you're not going to have the deep foundation and deep understanding that's going to enable you to kind of create good marketing no matter what platform you're on. So, yep. so the one thing that you want to create for yourself is you want to understand how, how do I craft a marketing message that audiences are going to respond to regardless of the platform they're on or regardless mm -hmm. of what the terms and conditions or policies are of that platform. Because the truth is good marketing is good marketing. And it doesn't really matter if you're on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or wherever you might be. The psychological triggers that make people see value in something and make people respond to something and, and awaken that hunger in them for what you've got, they don't change. And so it's right. just a question of taking that core, those core principles of what people find persuasive and exporting that to whatever platform you want to be advertising on. So don't believe all these people when they're out there saying, oh, the sky is falling. Facebook is going to die. It's all falling apart. It's all like we've been hearing this for years now and mm -hmm. it hasn't happened yet. And I'll tell you, yeah. I really don't think Facebook is ever going to stop being a viable marketing platform until and, and, and when something comes along to take its place. Just something like better, how yeah. Facebook replaced MySpace, Facebook ain't going anywhere until somebody comes up with something better. And even then, it's a question of whether or not it'll even be able to get traction because Facebook will probably just buy it and then right. <laughs> incorporate whatever they were doing better into their own platform. Yeah. And people say this to us all the time. Well, what happens when Facebook goes away? What are you going to do then? Your system will fall apart. And I have to tell you that, like Russ said, the psychology and the good marketing, it doesn't go away. We're using Facebook right now because it is the best tool available to us, the way that their their algorithm is built and the, the users that they've attracted and the way that people interact on Facebook is what's made it so powerful. But like Russ said, if something better comes along, we'll, that's the tool that we would use because the marketing, the psychology behind the way that you market doesn't change no matter what platform that you're on. Exactly. Exactly. So again, you can rest easy when you hear these people coming out with all this paranoia and doom and gloom and how Facebook's all over. Just take it with a big, big fat grain of salt. And we, you know, we have the inside track because, you know, we spend so much on Facebook that we have, you know, dedicated reps that work with us and, and that kind of thing. So we're, we're kept pretty aware of all the Facebook policies and what you need to do to stay in, in, in compliance and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we definitely have our finger on the pulse of all those things. And, and I can tell you guys right now, like mm, almost all of the, the, the horrible negative predictions we see people making are just not true. They're just not based in anything. Yep. All right. So the next thing we want, we've learned and we've, we, you know, relearned and relearned this again since our whole business model is based on it. But I'm happy to tell you that high ticket equals high ROI. High ticket equals high ROI. And the opposite of that is also true that low ticket equals a low ROI. Mm. So just in case you're like, what are you guys talking about? What's ROI? ROI is return on investment. So it's what are you investing in advertising and then what are you making back? What is enabling us? Like, so if you had to ask, like, what is the secret that enables us to do what I'm talking about, which is to, you know, mm -hmm. spend a dollar on Facebook, make $10 back. What enables us to do that is high ticket offers. That's the name of the game. And so part of the, the quintessential strategy that we teach at Clients On Demand 
is that you shouldn't have a bunch of low ticket offers or you shouldn't have what's called a value ladder where maybe somebody buys an ebook from you for $17 and then you sell them something for 40 bucks and then you sell them something for $97 and then they buy your super elite ninja version for like 4.97 and you're basically working your way up. We don't believe in that at all. We believe that you should have one high ticket offer that's highly powerful and highly transformational and really has the ability to solve a major problem for your audience. And once you have that, you've got something that you can charge between $3,000 and $15,000 for. And we think that that is the offer that you should lead with. So here's what we found, guys. If your marketing is good, you don't really have to spend any time at all sort of warming people up or like a lot of people will tell you that you need to spend six to eight months building a relationship or something like that before you can sell a high ticket offer. It's just not true. If you have a high ticket offer, it's much, much easier to get a great return on investment from your Facebook advertising than if you've got a low ticket offer. Well, and I think what's key here, and this is going to make me look really bad, but what's key here is that if you've heard what Russ is saying, it's not that you have to be this Facebook genius whiz in order to make a high ROI. Like certainly there are skills you need to know to do a good job with Facebook ads, but the mistake that people make when they're not generating the kind of revenue that they want from the ad spend is that they're quick to say like, oh, Facebook ads don't work. And what you have to realize is that Facebook is a piece of the puzzle that brings your ROI, right? So your pricing depends on that. Your how much it costs you to acquire a lead depends on your, you know, determines your ROI. There's so many other things that determine your ROI that are on top of in addition to and in back of the Facebook ad itself. So it's really important to do a really good job on your Facebook ad so that you keep your cost as low as possible on the front. But what determines your ROI on that spend has more to do with what comes after the ad than the actual ad itself. So that is a very common misunderstanding when it comes to ads is that when people aren't making the ROI, the first thing they do is look at the ad and say it's the fault, the, the ad's fault, it's Facebook's fault, but they don't bother to take a look at what are they doing to convert that lead and what is the process they have after they've acquired that lead and what are they selling them that has the biggest impact on what your ROI is gonna be. So why is it so difficult then, you can probably explain this better than I can, why is it so difficult to make a great ROI with a low ticket offer? Well, because you're putting a message out there into a huge marketplace, right? And 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 I love that you talk about a Facebook ad spend being an investment, right? A lot of people look at it as an expense. And what you're doing is you're investing money into like research and development, basically. Like you're put you're creating something, you're putting it out there to this to the to an audience, and you're seeing how they respond. And you that that process takes time and it takes money. And so what happens is people don't uh, realize the process, like the pro how much time it takes and, and the action that people take. And so when you're putting something that's very low ticket, um, your, the amount of money you have to spend to reach those people and to convert that to a sale is going to cost a certain amount of money. Right. And so if your price point isn't much high, the, the amount your price point is above that determines your ROI. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm <laughs> talking in circles. I'm like, how do I break this down to like really, really, really simple? Okay. So, so, so yeah. let's, let's look at it like this. Let's just say, for example, that you have something on your site that's for sale for a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and so every time someone visits your site, you keep track of how many people buy that hundred dollar thing. Right. And let's just say that out of every hundred visitors to your site, 
two people buy the $100 thing. So that means that if you send 100 clicks to your site, you make 200 bucks, right? Right. So the issue is when you are on Facebook, what is it costing you to send those 200 clicks to your site? Exactly. If you're paying a dollar per click, it's costing you $100 to send 100 people to your site. You're making two sales. You're making $200 back. You're doubling your money. But most of the time, it doesn't work like that because in the most competitive niches on Facebook, you can have people paying $3 a click, $4 a click, $5 a click, even more than that because those are the hot niches where there's lots of competition. And so if you have something for sale on your website for 100 bucks and it's costing you $5 a click, right? What that means is that for it's costing you $100 to send just 20 people to your site. Right. And so even if you're, you've got one out of 20 people buying your $100 thing, right? That means you're just breaking even at that point. So mm -hmm. it's costing you, you're, again, you're spending $5 a click, which means to spend, send 20 people to your site is 100 bucks. Every 20 people, you got to make one sale just to break even. And that's very, very tough to do, to get one in 20 people who are ice cold traffic right. to buy something from you for 100 bucks, right? Right. So, so what, are you, what are we to do at that point? Well, what makes the difference is if you've got something for sale that's high ticket, because now you don't need to sell very many of them mm -hmm. to get some to, to, to get that positive ROI. So if you have something that's $3,000 or $5,000 or $10,000, even if you're only converting, let's just say one out of 100 people, if you're converting one out of 100 people and you're spending $5 a click, it's costing you $500 to get 100 people to your site. But if one of them is making a purchase from you at $5,000, now you're making $10 back for every dollar you spent. You understand that principle, guys? So if you really sit down and do the math, it might you might think to yourself, well, it's a lot easier to sell something for $100 than it is to sell something for $5,000. But you know what? It really isn't. Mm -mm. It's actually harder because making that return on investment becomes almost impossible at a low price versus it's, it's much, much easier at a high price. And so that's one of those things that can be very tricky to get your head around where you, you say to yourself, well, I'm not very well known. I'm new in this space. There's so much competition. No one knows who I am. Let me sell something that's not that expensive because maybe I can get people to spend $100, but why would anybody spend $5,000? But the truth is that you are setting yourself up for failure if you do that because it would be a hell of a lot easier mm -hmm. for you to make a profit at a $5,000 price point than at a $100 price point. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what the strategy that we teach at Clients on Demand is all about. Right. You said that way better than me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's math. So it's like, it's hard to get, it's hard to get your head around. But, but I mean, you have to think in those terms. Like, I, like I was just talking to a friend of mine that does, um, she does a lot of Instagram marketing and, 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 and brands will pay her to, um, you know, to, to, to do a post about something on Instagram. And it's like, okay, well, how many people are looking at your posts and, and what's that worth and everything like that. And, and, and I was just trying to explain to her this principle of, look, it's just a question of numbers. How many people are seeing your offer? How many people are buying what you're selling? And what's that worth to you? And then once you understand those metrics, then you can figure out, well, okay, great. You know, for every hundred people I get, every hundred clicks I get, I earn this much. Okay, cool. Now the name of the game is how can I get those hundred people for less than whatever it is I'm making so that I can turn a profit? And again, the best way that we've ever found to do that is to have something for sale that is high ticket, not something that's low ticket, because it really isn't that much more work to make a $5,000 sale or a $10,000 sale than it is to make a $100 sale. Believe it. Yep. So guys, the third thing we've realized is that 
and this is and this is this ties in perfectly to what Adrian was saying before is that you need to bring the data, not the drama. So Adrian, what do we mean when we say this? So what we mean when we talk about data, not drama, is it's very easy to get stressed out and emotional when you start spending money on Facebook, right? Like for some people, it feels a little bit like gambling. Like I'm going to put this money in. I don't know what's going to happen. Am I going to make money back? Am I going to lose money? Like what's going to happen? And for a lot of people, that's really scary, especially if they're new to it or they've never had success before that each time it kind of feels like this, this gamble that they're taking. And, and so it's very easy when you start spending this money to start having a reaction where you panic a little bit, right? Like I've talked about that in the past when I first started, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to spend this much money. And you know, it's, it's scary. And what happens is a lot of people will say, well, it's not working. My gut tells me this is why it's not working. Or I feel like I'm not getting this, or I think it might be this. And what happens when we use our feelings or what we think or what our gut tells us to make decisions about ads, it never really tells us the truth and it never serves us. And so data, on the other hand, though, doesn't lie, right? It's not my opinion. It's not your opinion. It's not whether I had a bad day today and I'm just in a bad mood. doesn't matter if you're just like, you know, chaotic that day, like the data doesn't lie. And one of the things that we do really, really well at Clients on Demand is know how to read the data. Because if you know how to read the data of your funnel, you know exactly how to diagnose if there's a problem. It will pinpoint to you exactly where the problem is. And then all you have to do is work towards solving it. And so there doesn't have to be this huge stress around Facebook ads, which a lot of ten people tend to bring this drama and stress to running ads because they're like, well, I, I don't feel like I'm getting this or I don't think I'm getting this. And so a lot of times, you know, especially with our clients, when they first start running ads, we're like, okay, but what does the data tell us? Mm -hmm. And so clients come to us with problems all the time. And the very first thing we do before we address anything is say, let's take a look at the data. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that's missing for people when they start running ads is they have no idea how to read the data. And so they're just guessing. And, and that will never, ever set you up for success. And guys, it's so easy to self-sabotage. It's so easy to go, okay, well, look, I'm going to spend $200 on Facebook, but oh, okay, I spent $200 and oh my God, no one bought anything or I don't have any new clients. So, so I guess I just wasn't cut out to be a coach. Or I guess I should just take this business and throw in the towel or, I, you know, I guess yeah. God is against me or this isn't <laughs> yeah. meant to be or whatever. Nobody wants this. Nobody oh, can man. afford this. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's almost like people are creating this whole myth of their lives. <laughs> it's like they're just telling themselves a story with, yeah. without being scientific about it. And if you want to be successful, you have to be scientific about what the data is telling you. So the cool thing about Facebook, just so you guys understand, is Facebook will tell you, hey, you're running this ad. This ad got this many clicks and this is how many people bought from clicking on that ad or this is how many people signed up to your list and you know and then you can track okay well this person clicked this ad then they did this then they did this and then they did this and so, and so what that allows you to do is be really scientific where you can see what is happening at every step of your funnel and mm -hmm. one of the big advantages of the way that we do it at clients on demand is that our funnel is really simple guys we just run ads on facebook into a webinar, into a phone call. It's it's that simple. But because it's that simple, we can look how many pe people click the ad, how many people signed up for the webinar, how many people showed up, of the people that showed up, how many people booked a call, and then of the people who booked a call, how many people did we enroll? And so mm -hmm. right there, if you just give me those numbers, we can pinpoint 
if there's a problem, exactly where that problem lives so that we're not just sitting there guessing. Because here's yeah. the deal, guys. If you don't understand how to read that data, you might say to yourself, oh, well, my webinar sucks. I need to fix it. Or, oh, my Facebook ad targeting is off. Or, oh, my registration page isn't working or whatever. But you really have no idea where the right. problem lives. Mm -hmm. So the great thing about this is that is that when you're scientific about it, you can pinpoint the exact pieces of your funnel that are working and the exact pieces of your funnel that aren't working. And it saves you from so much wasted energy just playing this guessing game. Yeah. You know, a lot of people go out there and they hire a traffic specialist, right? They hire an ad agency or somebody to send them traffic before they understand how to read the numbers, right? And so, and this mm -hmm. is a huge, you know, there's a huge frustration for people that drive mm -hmm. traffic for a living is someone might hire, you, you know, you might hire a traffic person and, and say, okay, well, I want you to spend $1,000 a month on Facebook ads, right? And they, they, they say, okay, great. And they, they put together the targeting and they start sending you this traffic and all of a sudden you're not making any sales. And, and what do you do? You turn around and blame the traffic person. But the mm -hmm. truth is, it may have nothing to do with what the traffic person's doing. It's probably the fact that your funnel isn't good. But right. if you don't know how to track that data and you don't know how to interpret that data, you have no way of knowing where the problem is. And I did this, guys. I know this is the case because I did this for a really long time before the clouds parted and Adrian descended from heaven into <laughs> our lives to completely make Facebook work for us, I hired some of the best traffic people in the business and and I put them to work and these were really famous people and I gave them big budgets to work with. Every single one of them crashed and burned. And for the longest time I thought to myself, oh, well, they just suck. I guess they were overhyped. I guess they weren't great. But it's kind of like if you, if you go on a date with 50 people and no one's interested in you, it's you, <laughs> you know, it's not the 50 <laughs> people, right? So I, so I had, you know, all these traffic people that were working with me and, and none of them could, could get a good result. And eventually I realized, hey, maybe it's me. And so I realized, you know, I, I had work to do on my funnel. I had work to do on my stuff. And then I fixed that up, started running the Facebook ads myself and was able to make it work a little bit. And then Adrian could come on and just crush it for us because we had something that was basically working. So the moral of the story, guys, is that if you think just just getting more traffic or just running out any old ads on Facebook or is just going to I'm going to spend some money on Facebook and boom, presto, it's going to work. It doesn't work that way. You have to be very scientific about what the data is telling you and make decisions accordingly. And that can be tough because it means you need to keep your fear in check. But once you really understand this at a deep level, it's actually going to give you a lot of confidence because you, you you won't suffer over every little thing. Well, five people clicked my ad and no one's no one's signed up with me at $5,000 yet. Oh my God, the sky is falling. When you understand the data, you're not gonna fall into that trap anymore and you can actually be very scientific about it and that gives you a lot of confidence when you do it right. Yeah, and it's also really important to know this if you ever do get into a position where you're gonna hire someone to do traffic for you because the unfortunate thing is that a lot of traffic people only know traffic, they don't know funnels. And so what happens when you start working with someone doing Facebook ads is if you're not seeing the result you want on the back end, you go to the Facebook person and they're like, your stats look great. Your ads got a high click through rate and your cost per clicks nice and low. And I don't, I don't know what the problem is. And then you're sitting there, like Russ said, and you, you might start tinkering with things and messing with things. And you're kind of guessing where the problem is and nobody really knows what's going on. So it's really, really important for you to know your data and be drama free. And like Russ said, it gives you this 
immense, it's really powerful actually, and gives you a ton of freedom when you know how to read those numbers and track them. It's, it's like the opposite happens, right? Like the drama just goes away and it just makes you feel really powerful and free when you, when you can predict things based on those numbers. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So the fourth thing that we've discovered or sort of rediscovered is that the clients on demand model works. So the <laughs> mo the model that we've been doing forever is, is running ads on Facebook, like I told you guys, into a webinar. And that webinar is usually automated and then into a phone call. And then on the phone call, if someone's a fit, we either enroll them or, or we say, hey, no, it's not a fit. Um, we've been doing this for five years now. And we, we've tested other ways of doing it. We've tested other approaches just because we don't want to get lazy. We want to keep innovating. But the basic core model just plain works. If you want to get clients and you want to get high ticket clients fast, you can't do better than just sending them from an ad into a 45 minute webinar that's really great and into some kind of a consultative phone call where you guys are putting your heads together and seeing if it makes sense for you to work together. That's it. It doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. And so it doesn't really matter what new tactics have come up or what new strategies people have discovered or, you know, people are, are hawking this software or that software. The core model, it works just as well today, if not better than it did four or five years ago when we very first rolled it out. And so people are constantly looking, chasing the new thing. They're constantly going, what's mm -hmm. the new thing? What's the new innovation? What's the new breakthrough? And it's like, yeah, we've made a lot of improvements to that basic model. But that basic model still works better than anything else out there. And I mean, and we've got the results to prove it. Well, and a lot of people will have something that works for them or it works on a small scale. But once you start actually trying to scale it up, it completely falls apart. Or when you start trying to do it for someone in a different industry, it falls apart. Right. And what we have learned is that every year, I mean, so November was four years that I've been with clients on demand. And every year we have increased our ad spend exponentially. <laughs> I mean, when I started four years ago, we were spending, I want to say $500 a day, three to $500 a day on ads. And today we spend 10 times that or more per day. And what has happened as we've continued to scale is that we haven't become less profitable or things haven't fallen apart. We have still maintained that we make a 10 to $15 return on every dollar that we've spent. And so it's like every year you just become more and more and more confident and aware that this is the best model on the face of the planet because it's completely scalable. We've scaled it exponentially from where it was four years ago when I came on. It just plain works. And anybody who tells you that you can't run an ad to a webinar, to a high ticket sale, just hasn't figured out how to do it themselves because we have proven every year over and over again. And this year spending the most we've ever spent, $1.375 million. That's not since the time we started the company that runs thrust started the company. It's this year this in year. 2018. That was our ad spend. And we're still maintaining a 10 to $15 return on, on every dollar. Like Russ said, we'll finish this year at 15 or 16 million, maybe even more depends on what December roll, you know, turns into for us. Um, but that's really, I hope you guys really hear what we're saying. Like this isn't something that just works for a couple people. This isn't something that works on a small scale. And so I really hope that gets your attention and seeing like, this is huge to spend one and a half million dollars and make 10 to $15 back is not anything that you should ignore. It's really something to pay attention to. And, and I hope that the people watching this realize that. Yeah, guys, I mean, we keep, we keep 
you know, testing different things just because we want to stay sharp. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this works better than anything else. And, and we just, you know, we, we, we came across a really amazing stat a few weeks ago that 49% of our enrollments happen on what we call day zero. And what that means, guys, is that someone clicks our ad, watches our webinar, books a phone call, and then enrolls with us all on the same day. So think about what that means. You have no idea who Clients on Demand is, no idea who Russ Rufino is. You know, one of your clients, whatever, they have no idea who you are. They're just, they, they don't know who you are. They go and they click your ad, they register for your webinar, they book a call with you, and then they're enrolling with you at five dollars to $15,000 price that same day. That's what 49% of our 49% of our enrollments are coming from. So guys, look, that is like, as far as I'm concerned, that just kills this whole idea that in order to create relationship or create trust or create authority, you have to spend months and months and months and months and months doing that. It's just not true. If your marketing is dialed in, you can do it that day. I mean, you can do it with one 45-minute webinar where they know everything they need to know about you and, and what you stand for and what you're about. And you can speak to their problems and their challenges and their concerns so crystal clearly that they're like, this is the person I've been looking for. This is the person I've been waiting for. And they can make that decision to invest with you that same day. So we're doing this all the time. I mean, and we're doing it in our business and we're doing it in our clients' businesses. And it's like, if you haven't tried this yet, you really need to, 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 to step in and, and give it a shot because it, it bypasses all this work of having to do all this content marketing and blogging and all this other stuff. And it also bypasses all this whole thing of having this really complicated funnel with all this low ticket stuff. It's like it's like you can have one very simple funnel, add webinar, phone call, that's it. And you can go right into your high ticket offer. And, and when you can do that successfully, it just unlocks all of this incredible profitability, mm -hmm. but it also allows you to make a big impact on these people's lives too, because now they're coming to work with you at a premium price instead of just you know kind of dipping their toes in the water. Dabbling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dabbling. And that brings us to our fifth one, which is don't dabble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pick a proven strategy and commit. So look, if you're following a strategy that isn't optimal, and I think it's no secret what we think the best strategy is, but let's just say you're, you're, you're following a strategy that isn't that great, right? We still know a lot of people that are having success with, with funnels and with strategies that we don't think are great. But what they did was they picked a strategy and they stuck to it. So even if you're following a strategy that isn't great, if you stick and you, you follow through and persist and persevere, you can find a way to make it work. But what's going to absolutely kill your business, kill it, is if you just try this for a little bit and, oh, I spent $500 on trying this funnel and then I spent some other money trying this and some other thing trying that and whatever else. And, and it just and you just bounce around and it doesn't work. Okay. It's never going to work if you do it that way. You have to pick one strategy. And look, I don't care if it's our strategy, but pick some strategy and follow it through to its conclusion. Find somebody that's getting the results you want, that has clients that are getting the results you want, and that can teach you how to do it and spend what it takes to work with this person and do everything they tell you to do and stick and follow through. Because jumping around from one strategy to the next to the next it's going to kill your business. Like you cannot be successful if you do it that way. Yeah. The, I mean, any successful business that you look at, they didn't get there from dabbling and trying this and trying that. And there's so it's funny because the conversation in, in our Facebook group for our clients, a lot of times will be like, I'm on so many people's lists and I watch so many webinars and I used to do this and that. And then like, once they come into the program, they're like, I unsubscribe from everybody's list. I don't even watch these webinars anymore because they've discovered, you know, something that really works and they're staying committed to it. And so I would encourage you, like Russ said, it's like, 
you know, pick something and stick with it. And, and, and I hope that it works for you, but just trying things here and there and not really staying committed is no way that you're ever going to grow your business. If you're not completely committed and you don't, you don't stick to something and see it through. And that doesn't mean that there won't be challenges along the way. And and then some things that you have to overcome, but that doesn't mean that you completely abandon it. You know, it's like, pick something, stick to it, stay committed and just keep pushing forward. That's what it's going to take for you to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So guys, look, if you, if you, if you are looking at listening to what we're telling you and you're going like, oh my God, this is amazing. I want to do something like this in my business where I can actually make a positive return on investment with Facebook ads in a big, big way where you can charge higher prices, command higher prices, work with fewer clients and enroll clients consistently without having to do all of this like endless content marketing and blogging and all this other stuff. Then I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book a call to speak to us because we'd love to break down the system for you and show you how this can work for you. And look, we'll get on the phone, we'll put our heads together for about 45 minutes, and you can tell us everything you're trying to achieve in your business, the income you want to make, the lifestyle you want, the impact you're trying to make on your clients and customers, and and we'll put our heads together and come up with a step-by-step game plan to help you make that happen. And if we can help you do that, great. If we can't, we'll tell you. But either way, the time you spend on that call is going to be the best time you've ever spent working on your business. I promise you. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call because this is a system that you can put in place for your stuff starting like right away. And if we feel like it can't work for you, and this can't work for everybody, there's there's some businesses that this just straight up won't work for, believe me, we'll tell you, we'll tell you. Mm -hmm. But go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and let's see what we can figure out together. Guys, that's it for us today. Adrian, thank you so much for your expertise. Let's just keep spending money on Facebook. And as we learn more (laughs) stuff, we'll come back and share it with you. And guys, by the way, if you're watching this on Facebook and you want to check us out on iTunes, just search for the Clients on Demand podcast on iTunes. But if you're listening to this on iTunes and you want to see us do these broadcasts live on Facebook, then just search for Clients on Demand on Facebook or search for a group called The Art of High Ticket Selling. That's our group. And we would love to see you in there. So guys, go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Book a call to speak to us. If you have questions, that's the best place to get your questions answered. Some people are asking uh, questions in the comments right now. Guys, just book a call. You can ask whatever you want. And uh, we won't, you know, we won't give you some vague generic answer like we could do here. We can actually dig in and find out what's really going on in your business and give you the answer that's right for you, not the answer that's right for everyone else listening. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and we will see you on the next show. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.